Hello and welcome to the 82nd episode of Crosby's Nine, where we look at English from all angles. And I was thinking today about the word ampersand. Please repeat ampersand. How do you spell ampersand? If I say ampersand, ampersand, how do you spell it? How do you think you spell it? A-M-P-E-R-S-A-N-D. What's an ampersand? An ampersand is that little character that a lot of times you see between letters, which we pronounce and. It means and. It comes from Latin. It comes from the Latin word that means and. Actually, it's the combination of the letters E and T. The combination of these two letters over time has become this interesting little symbol, this character that represents the word and. And you have probably seen it primarily in brands like M&M's. M&M's. And remember, we pronounce this like it's an N. We don't say usually M and M's. We say M&M's, which, by the way, are pretty good, aren't they? I have to admit, M&M's are not my favorite chocolate, not my favorite little round candy-coated chocolates. Candy-coated? Candy-coated. What does candy-coated mean? What does to coat mean? To coat means to cover, right? So M&M's are these little round chocolates that are coated or covered Here in Spain, there were soldiers during the Civil War that carried this type of chocolate that had this candy coating on it. Why would they do this? Why would they carry candy-coated chocolate? So that it didn't melt. So that it didn't melt. Which reminds me of the slogan of M&M's. Melts in your mouth, not in your hand. Melts in your mouth, not in your hand. What's another use of the ampersand in branding or in companies? Everybody knows H&M, H&M, that fast fashion brand, the fast fashion company. It's actually a Swedish multinational clothing company. What does the H stand for? Remember the phrasal verb to stand for. To stand for means to represent or to mean, but we use it primarily with letters, with initials in this case. And I've talked about this a lot, but it's one of my favorite phrasal verbs to stand for. What does NFL stand for? National Football League. Well, in this case, H and M, the H and the M stand for Hennis and Mauritz, the Swedish multinational company. What about A&W root beer? Oh, A&W, my favorite root beer. I used to drink this as a kid. Please repeat, I used to drink this as a kid. Please repeat, I would drink this as a kid. Remember, used to and would in this case are basically synonyms. We use those to indicate repetition in the past. So as a kid, I used to drink root beer, and the brand was A&W, A&W root beer, which is an interesting drink. You either like it or you don't. Root beer has a particular taste. In fact, my son loves it. I just recently bought him a can of root beer. Where does root beer come from, by the way? Roots. What type of roots? Root bark. It's the root bark of a tree. Bark. By the way, what is bark? Bark is the outside of a tree, the exterior part of a tree. Bark, bark. Of course, it's not what a dog does in this case. We know that dogs bark, to bark. No, no, it's not the verb to bark. It refers to the outside of a tree, root bark. And in this case, root beer comes from the root bark of the sassafras tree, which is found in North America. So it was Roy Allen and Frank Wright, Allen, Wright, Allen, it begins with an A. Right, it begins with a W. A&W root beer uh, began back in 1922. What about Dolce & Gabbana? Dolce & Gabbana, Dolce & Gabbana. 
Okay, we see the ampersand in that brand as well, the Italian luxury fashion brand, D&G or Dolce & Gabbana. And what about a wonderful ice cream company called Ben & Jerry's? Ben & Jerry's. Ben & Jerry's, another brand that uses the ampersand. They make such good flavors. Ben & Jerry's. Ben & Jerry's ice cream began in 1978. And I think the company is no longer private. It's actually owned by Unilever. And finally, what about R&B music? R&B. One of my favorite genres of music. R&B music is a term that was made up by Billboard magazine. Please repeat. The term was made up by Billboard magazine. The term was made up by Billboard magazine. So what's the verb in that sentence? To make up. And what does it mean? It means to invent something. Are you making that up? No, I'm not making it up. I think he's making it up. No, I'm telling the truth. I think you're making it up. To make something up means to invent something. And we use it a lot of times with stories or, in this case, a term that was made up or invented by Billboard magazine to describe this type of music, which basically rhythm and blues comes from blues music, of course, that was predominantly performed by African-Americans back in the 1930s. And it was Billboard magazine that wanted to promote this style of music. And they made up the term R&B back in the 1940s. So those are just a few examples of the ampersand in branding and in companies. Ampersand, sand, sand, sand. Now there's a cool word, sand. What do you think of when you think of sand? The beach, right? That's what I think of. I think of beach sand. So, of course, you know what sand is. Sand is that loose, granular material that is on the surface of all of the beaches, most of the beaches throughout the world. But I have to admit, when I think of beach sand, I think of singing sand. Sand that sings? Well, I'm from Chicago, and, of course, Chicago is on Lake Michigan. And Lake Michigan has singing sand. What is singing sand? Well, it's the beach sand that makes a noise. If you go to Lake Michigan and you're on the beach and you move your feet back and forth, if you rub your feet along the beach quickly, the sand makes a noise. It sounds like a whistle sound or a squeaking noise. It's called singing sand. It's pretty cool because there are very few beaches in the world that have this singing sand. Lake Michigan, of course. Whitehaven Beach in Australia has singing sand. Prince Edward Island in Canada has singing sand. And I think the British Isles, some of the beaches in the British Isles have singing sand. But it's actually very rare. Sand. How about the Sandman? Who is the Sandman? Well, the Sandman is that mythical character who puts people to sleep by simply sprinkling magical sand into our eyes. Oh my gosh, I think the Sandman has visited this this room here. I'm getting tired and sleepy. Yeah, the Sandman. Now, of course, many of you will think of Enter Sandman by Metallica, the song from 1991. I also think of the song Mr. Sandman, which was recorded in 1954 by a group called the Cordettes. And speaking of sand, sandy. You know, sandy, of course, is the adjective which refers to something that consists of sand. Every time we would go to the beach when I was a kid and we returned home, everything was sandy. My shoes were sandy, the car was sandy, the blankets were sandy, the towels were sandy. Of course, the shower was sandy after I took a shower. Everything was sandy, sandy, sandy. 
which of course is a girl's name. And when I think of Sandy, I also think of a wonderful song by Bruce Springsteen, which was from his album called The Wild, The Innocent, and The E Street Shuffle, which was actually the very first Bruce Springsteen album I ever bought. And there is a song on that album called Fourth of July, Asbury Park, but it's also known as Sandy. So we looked at ampersand and how this whole thing works and the brands associated with ampersands, the brands that use ampersands like M&M's and H&M and A&W and Dolce & Gabbana and Ben and & Jerry's and the term R&B, the genre of music R&B. And one last concept of sand. What's sandpaper? Well, sandpaper is paper covered with sand. But what do we use sandpaper for? For sanding, right? It's that paper that we use on one side. It has that rough, abrasive material, which is sand, and we use it to sand. Well, what does to sand mean? Well, to sand is to make something smooth or to polish something. So you use sandpaper to sand things. Sandpaper is used for sanding. Okay, so there is a lot of information, as usual, in this podcast. Please go back and listen to it. You will improve your listening comprehension. Imitate me. I always tell you, please imitate me. You will improve your pronunciation, and you will improve your speaking ability. And, of course, try to implement the new vocabulary, the expressions, and the phrasal verbs that you have heard. Okay, well, that's it for the 82nd episode of Crosby's Nine. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.